Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, what's shaking, Red Nation? Welcome to another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake. And all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. Jeremy Brennan here, and tonight, the Rockets pull out the win. Final score, 116-107. Or should I say this afternoon? Or do I even say this morning? Because uh, this has been quite the uh, interesting schedule snafu, but the Rockets not phased by it whatsoever, and they pull out the win to start this second half of this long road trip. I mean... If you really think about it, like Houston, when they played in in Houston on Thursday, you know, that's that's a one stop. You know, they were there for, what, 24 hours. So is it really a homestand? They didn't really have a homestand. So I consider this to be a road trip. They're playing in 10 cities in 10 games or nine cities in nine games. So, yeah, it's been quite, quite the difference. Um, But the Rockets start off the second half of this road trip on the right track, beating the Pistons who have become somewhat of a rival. I'm not even sure if, if they really should be a rival at this point, Uh, maybe down the line, but I think today, today proved that the Rockets are not on the Pistons level. And I think that's a good thing. Um, You know, the Pistons, God bless them. They've, they've struggled a lot lately. I believe they're losing their, dealing with a losing streak just as bad as the Rockets were dealing with. I believe this one is 14 in a row now for them. So they're dealing with difficult times. They've got injuries galore as well. So uh, the Rockets needed to get a win today. If they didn't win today, this would have been a couple of steps in the wrong direction. And today they took a couple steps in the right direction. You know, I wrote, I wrote the recap for today's game on the dreamshake.com as well. And I, published that just before coming on here to talk Rockets. And and my main takeaway from this game was there really wasn't like a, a, a standout player. The team was the standout. And I think that's really important to note. Uh, you know, every player that was in the rotation today, all nine guys, not counting Usman Garuba and Trevlin Queen, who made his NBA debut today. We'll talk about those transactions a little bit later in the show, but I mean, of the nine players that played legit minutes today, they all had at least eight points. And all but Josh Christopher and Jay Sean Tate were in the plus uh, from plus minus. And I mean, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Josh Christopher was in the game at garbage time. Jay Sean Tate might have been as well. I I couldn't really. um, I think he was there, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, it's a minus one. He wasn't you know, a huge liability on the court um, at that. But yeah, so 
overall, this game for the Rockets, I think they played really smooth, smooth basketball from from start to finish. The turnovers still there were some there were some dumb turnovers, but for the most part, playing a smooth style of basketball, playing together, and I think the team chemistry is at is peaking at, at the right time today, which is which is great to see. I'm I'm really excited that this team finally is starting to get comfortable playing with each other. And I think it's only going to get better, um, at least with this group of guys. You know, obviously they don't have their full, they don't have their full lineup in. Jalen Green is still out. Kevin Porter Jr. is still out. But those guys hopefully will be able to come back and add on to what the Rockets have built over the past couple of weeks rather than disrupt it. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the direction of the Rockets in this game. This game proved why. This game proved why they they came into Detroit. It was a difficult with the schedule, but they took care of business today. Played really sharp basketball as well. I think um, you know David Nawaba played really well. I thought DJ Augustine had some good minutes today. Alperin Shangun again with some crazy crazy stuff that that makes you in awe of him as well. He played 22 minutes today. I thought that was pretty fair. I know there's a whole debate circling around Rockets Twitter about the minute allocation that Shengun is getting, but I do think that he is getting a fair shake of the minutes, at least, you know, when even considering the fact that he's been in foul trouble, you know, he had four fouls today, but uh, Steven Silas kept him out there. I think he had four fouls late in the third, but even though he, he had a chance to get his fifth, Silas step, uh, stepped up, kept him out there, and I think that was the right call. I think I think Shangun has to learn how to play to not get in foul trouble. And to do that is to force him out there because if he gets in that fifth foul, he's gone probably for the rest of the game, if we're being totally honest. But I think I think Shangun is showing positive strides, even though it might not be as flashy as what he was able to do in Cleveland and Atlanta. And I think we also saw another good game out of KJ Martin, who played really well on Thursday as well. He had a double-double today, 10 points, 11 rebounds. So positives from the bench, who all played really well. Garrison Matthews got that new contract last night. It's a four-year contract. He looked pretty good in that first game of that 16 points for Gary Bird. He played the most today with 36 minutes, knocked down four threes. I'm really... I'm really happy that Garrison Matthews got that contract. I was a little bit surprised that it came at this time. Not surprised that he got the contract, but they had time to look into it and they had time to stretch it out. But I also think that part of the reason why they made the the moves that they did was to, I don't think just getting Gary Bird, that contract was why they made these moves. So just to, just to kind of, recap the moves that the Rockets made late Friday night. So Garrison Matthews is on a two-way contract, meaning he can only play in a finite amount of basketball games. Now that I think the number is 50, if I'm not mistaken, but the Rockets need to eventually turn that into a two, turn that two-way contract into an NBA contract, similar to how Daniel house got that contract back uh, in 2019. Now, when Daniel, remember when Daniel House, that contract happened, his NBA days expired 
and the team waited to get him on an NBA contract. They didn't immediately convert that. And Daniel House was spending a whole lot of time in the G League and and Rockets fans were like, we got to get House back up here. And it took a while, but they eventually found a way to get him back in. And they, I think a big reason why that team struggled in 2019 was because Daniel House wasn't in that rhythm that he could have been if he had stayed on the team throughout the entire course of the season. So that being said, now it's ironic seeing that Garrison Matthews is stepping in to the role that Daniel House once had. And Daniel House was waived by the team. Uh, they had a chance to maybe field some trade offers for him. I'm, I'm sure that Rafael Stone probably uh, tried to gauge his market and they didn't find enough there that was worth uh, keeping him. And they eventually parted ways with Daniel House, making him uh, one of another one of those dominoes from the 2020 bubble. And he's gone now. So 15 months after the NBA bubble, Eric Gordon is the last rocket standing and he might not have that much time left considering the trade deadline is a little less than two months away. And if he plays like he did today, Eric Gordon, 18 points on seven, 11, seven of 11 shooting. That's the kind of numbers that Eric Gordon puts up that, that makes other teams really intrigued by him. And I think that Eric Gordon is on the right path to, uh, netting a pretty pretty solid haul for the Rockets in the coming weeks. So, you know, more on that later. But I, I think the biggest reason why the Rockets made this move when they did is not necessarily to get Gary Bird that, that contract. There was no rush for that. Not necessarily to send House away because they didn't think that his trade value was enough. I'm sure maybe had Daniel House returned, and had he gotten some run in, I think that he would have maybe found a chance to get a second round picked off. You, you, know, you never know what's going to happen uh, over the course of the next several weeks. So, you know, that could have, you know, totally changed the game had he come back, played as well as he did during the peak of his season in Houston. But I think the biggest reason ultimately why the Rockets pulled off this set of moves was to get Trevlin Queen in the Rockets' control. Now, Trevlin Queen, he is a name that you're probably familiar with if you are like a diehard Rockets fan or if you are like a really big fan of the G League and the and the RGV Vipers. Like, Trevlin Queen has been arguably the best player uh, in the G League this season for, for the Vipers and arguably one of the top 10 G League players in the whole league. Um, I'm pulling up his stats here from the Vipers. He's 24. Uh, he turns 25 in February, six foot six, 190 pounds. But he was averaging uh, 10 points a game in the G League, shooting 45% from the field. Um, so, but in the, that's not just his, like, I'm surprised those numbers are low. He was definitely doing that. I might not be looking at the right stats. Hold on one sec. But, okay, yeah, that was last season. This season, he went from averaging 10 points a game on, uh, you know, 45% shooting. This year, he's averaging 22 points a game with six rebounds, four assists, shooting 46% from the field, 32% from three, but those numbers, you know, will hopefully go up. But I think getting Trevlin Queen 
to the Rockets was a huge reason why they pulled off this set of moves, especially considering the fact that the Rockets were looking, or not just the Rockets, but the entire league with COVID starting to really rear its ugly head once again. You know, I think uh, players throughout the G League are looking to, you know, poach guys from, from teams and whatnot. And the Rockets didn't have Trevlin Queen in their control fully. Now, by signing him to a two-way contract, Trevlin Queen is attached to the Rockets. And I think that was the main reason why they, they did what they did. Kind of playing a little bit of keep away because, you know, with with COVID now, I mean, like the Magic yesterday, they signed four players uh, to 10-day contracts because of COVID. And they all played last night. So, like, this is going to be an issue. And you're going to see a lot of G League players come up and sign these, you know, 10-day contracts to, you know, basically be the taxi squad while the people in the main roster have to be uh, away from the team with COVID. The Rockets will likely not face this problem because Steven Silas revealed uh, today in the press conference that the all the Rockets have had their booster vaccines. So the, you know, so the Rockets might not necessarily face the problem. They're not necessarily immune to COVID, because they've gotten the booster shots, but the the chance of spread, at least within the team, is significantly lower than if there was a team with you know unvaccinated players or not fully vaccinated players. So I think the Rockets are definitely on uh, ahead of the curve when it comes to this, and I think that's super super important. And you look at last year, the teams that are the healthiest are the ones that are going to succeed. And I'm not necessarily saying the Rockets are, you know, going to, you know, jump up the standings because they're healthy, but it certainly helps. The best ability is availability. So I think that the Rockets uh, are definitely in the plus column when it comes to that. And you know, regardless of you know how you feel about the vaccines, uh, just be safe this uh, this holiday season wherever you may be listening to this from. COVID is still a very uh, serious illness throughout not just the United States, but the entire world. So uh, please be safe this holiday season, regardless of if you're traveling, if you're staying home. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my two cents on that. And look, if there are any people that are listening live on Spotify Green right now, we have a smaller audience than we're used to today. I think that's part of because, you know, we're recording live right now at like 1.40 on a Saturday in the middle of the day, not our usual time. So there's less people that are available. A lot of people are probably just enjoying their Saturdays with family. Christmas is coming close. It's a week from today. Uh, I'm curious maybe if um, if anyone has some Christmas stories they'd like to share or any Christmas wish lists. Uh, but if there isn't anyone that's in the audience that's w- uh, wanting to come up and speak, that's okay too. I can I can talk to a wall in my room alone or just talking to this phone that I'm doing right now. But ultimately, the Rockets today, just to kind of put a bow on today's game, I think the the team really shined today. And when you have a real nice team win, it can build a lot of morale, a lot of momentum. The team has an opportunity to kind of have like a team bonding experience tonight. I'm sure they're probably doing something in regards to that, uh, given that they have, you know, Saturday night off. Um, so maybe they're, maybe they're doing something special with the team. 
uh, and hopefully they can continue to build on this chemistry because they're going to need it during this this week this this really tough road trip that will span over the course of the week so you look at you look at the week ahead starts off monday against the chicago bulls now the bulls were kind of the first team to deal with covid and they had somewhat of an out of an outbreak um and looking at the team now zach levine is still in covid protocols uh troy brown alize johnson io desumu stanley johnson uh so those guys are are out currently now by monday things could change but they are missing a ton of guys uh, but that that shouldn't mean anything for the Rockets. The Rockets need to come in to this game on Monday, and they need to play the Bulls like they did last time. They need to come out with that energy. They need to be. Uh, they need to come out, be sharp. I think that was a big reason why they won today. Is they came out and they 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 were sharp in the first quarter. And being being sharp in that first quarter means that you're setting the precedent for the rest of the game. And I think. That is incredibly important. So I hope that the Rockets can go into the Bulls game on Monday and play with that same confidence that they did today and that same confidence that they did in the second half against the Bulls when they played at Toyota Center last month. Then you get the Bucks again uh, on Wednesday in their arena. It could be another tough matchup. The Bucks they're dealing with some COVID issues as well. Giannis is out. Uh, DiVincenzo is out. Wesley Matthews, Bobby Portis, those guys might come back during that game. But, I mean, if Giannis entered protocols on the 14th, so if he's out for 10 days, that would put him uh, – that would make him out for Wednesday's game. The Rockets could take advantage of that game if Giannis and Bobby Portis are out. Uh, they gave the Rockets a ton of fits when they played them uh, earlier this month. So hopefully the Rockets can find, again – uh, a chance to seal that game in Milwaukee. Then the following night, they got to go play the second half of the back-to-back against the Indiana Pacers. A winnable game for the Rockets. The Pacers aren't dealing with any COVID issues as of the recording of this podcast, but the Pacers are a team that is is like they, they are a beatable team, yes. But the fact that they're coming off the second half of a back-to-back kind of worries me a little bit for the Rockets. I wonder if the Pacers are also playing the back-to-back. You know, that's like the Thursday is – a lot of teams are playing Thursday, I'd imagine, because they, that there's no games on Friday. But, yeah, there, there's a ton of games on the Thursday. That's 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So there's 12 games on the Thursday next week, including Pacers-Rockets. Pacers don't play on Wednesday. They play uh, Tuesday in Miami, so they will have that that slight advantage – but, you know, the Rockets, I think they match up actually pretty well with the Pacers. So I, I'm curious to see that game. Hopefully the Rockets can stay healthy for that game. I'd like to see them uh, give the Pacers a good game. I feel like that game is pretty evenly matched. Could go either way. And then after Christmas, the Rockets then face the Hornets on Monday the 27th, the final game of the, of the road trip. Again, the Hornets, a team that they've beaten before. Uh, LaMelo Ball returned last night after being on uh, shelves from COVID. Right now, the Hornets have gotten past their COVID issues. So, um, you know, but then again, this this list changes every day. So 
it could it could be very different, especially you know a week from now. So we'll see how that turns out. But again, those are those are five games that the Rockets have proven that they can win. The Rockets have proven they can win. They they proved they could beat the Pistons today. The Bulls, a team that they've beaten before. The Bucks, a team that they've competed with before. The Pacers, a team that's pretty on their level. And then you also have the Hornets, a team that they've beaten before. So you look at that schedule, and it could go a ton of different ways. I'm not expecting them to sweep this week, go 4-0 on the road. But honestly, from what I'm hoping for this week, the Rockets are going to need to compete in every single game of this road trip. So that's what I'm hoping for in tonight's game. Or in, or in not just tonight's game, excuse me, but in this week of their road trip uh, right before and after Christmas. So hopefully they can pull out some wins. I think it would give a ton of confidence to the team before they come back home. They get the Lakers on Tuesday, that being the second half of a back-to-back again. So basically they get a back-to-back, Christmas off for three days, and then another back-to-back. And they get the Lakers in the second half of the back-to-back. So that should be a pretty exciting group of games. And then, of course, you get the Heat on New Year's Eve, another game that should be exciting for Rockets fans. The New Year's Eve game every year is is exciting. I used to go all the time as a kid. So um, hopefully, if you have the chance, if you're in Houston this holiday season and for New Year's, a great way to spend uh, December 31st. So, again... I'm always uh, excited to come on here and talk Rockets basketball with you guys. I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take and at DreamShake SBN. You can also head to our website, thedreamshake.com. And of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com, I have a written recap of today's game, so be sure to go check that out. We'll be back on Monday. Some combination of Mike, Ray, or me will be talking about the Chicago Bulls game and we're here every every day after a Rockets game on Spotify Green Room. So thank you to our live audience here on Spotify Green Room that's sticking it with me here on this Saturday afternoon edition of the Dream Take. If you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.